How's Lex? <sighs> I sense a butt. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 185 is entitled Affirmation. Does anyone in your life lift you up? Is there anyone that reminds you of who you are in a good way? When you doubt your abilities, who comes to mind when you remember to believe in yourself? We're talking about affirmation tonight at the table. So pull up a seat and join us. First time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Watch us live at youtube.com forward slash lunchtime in Rome or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take a relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media and it would be great if you gave us a five star review. Jay, what's this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12.15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone in what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 or so minutes of the podcast. Then we watch an Instagram reel and then we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime in Rome with Lex. And Chris. And Jay. And Brian. <laughs> We're all here at the table. Hey, Eric's here, too. He is. Woo. He's in his preferred tech position. PTP, we call it. <laughs> in the biz. Starting tonight. <laughs> Never again. As long as I can remember, that's been what that's called. PTP? Yeah. But I don't remember long. No. So. About two minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Gold, goldfish level. <laughs> really? Goldfish have, they, goldfish have like an eight second memory. Yeah. I don't know. That's, ha- they're scientists. See, now I'm going to go all dusty slay on everybody. Like, so did they like show goldfish like some flashcards? <laughs> and like at the nine second mark, they couldn't remember what the flashcard was. They but have ways, eight. Jay. They oh. have ways of knowing. Red you know circle, who, you know who circle, has ways? Red circle, red circle. No. They do. They so, circle. Trust the science, Jay. <laughs> trust the science. I'm not going to question it. <laughs> Why would you? I want to know. I got the the message that Lex was going to be here tonight, but I never asked why. What to what do we owe this pleasure and honor? She sits at the table, bro. It's just awesome. Just like Bri was at. Bri asked me. Beautiful. Yeah. I thought maybe it had something to do with our topic tonight, but no. I didn't know. Well, she, I thought you were like an expert in affirmation. Guys, I need help around. <laughs> All right. She's like, I try not to do it as much as possible. <laughs> no, she's very good at it. And I think it's going to be great to have her voice on this topic. No. And I guess if you want the full background, when you were on leave, mm-hmm. we said, who are the regulars at the table that could fill your seat? Mm-hmm. And she was supposed to be on two weeks ago. Uh, and we morphed that into the ladies take back. Mm-hmm. And so we decided, gosh, she should sit at the table by herself for lack of a more accurate term. Man, I'm so glad I get to see so here at she the same is. time. Thank That's you. nice. Yeah. And how are things, Chris? Um, well, I'm a dumpster fire right now. Oh. Let's be honest. Like I am like so last week I had all this good news and I feel like I don't know, some sort of depression anxiety thing has mm-hmm. taken over me in the past several days and it's driving me and my beloved crazy. Because, like, I don't want it to all be about me and stuff, but I'm, like, so hyper-focused on, like, oh, I'm so down. I'm so – like, it's really driving me crazy at the moment, to be honest with you. 
Yeah, that's frustrating. It's it's almost like the other shoe that shouldn't be dropping is dropping on you. You know, do you think do you feel like there's any kind of a, a like like it's a letdown after good like cuz you guys were yeah. so yeah. you know pent right. up and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. in tension for so long. I do that's that was my like initial analysis of it was like okay, so we ha- we got finally got some good news and it's time to like sort of I mean, it's still we're in the process of the, all the the things that have to happen to to go along with it, like radiation. But um, but at least it's it's like moving forward. So it's like okay, now we can take a deep breath, or at least I felt that way. But I yeah, I feel like okay, am I now just like I'm sort of crashing mm-hmm. off of mm-hmm. off of the tension that I that I felt before? Maybe I, I don't know. Or is it? Because I, I didn't know if this is what you were asking or not. Is it like now it's okay for you to not be okay? Mm. Mm. You got put together. on the back yeah. the back burner. Yeah, maybe. Because mm. like, what were you going to do? Come home, you know, with Amy being as worried and upset as she was, and be like, you know, I'm feeling a little anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, in, in essence, hopefully you can, but you weren't going to. Right. Yeah. And I mean, so now I tried allowed not to, to not before, be okay. so I, Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I really. I mean, that that's all. And not that, that it all, helps. That sounds good too. That sounds good, and that yeah. sounds good. I what I know. hate is, like you said, it's driving me crazy. So, like, yeah. you're 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 suffering a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of depression. Well, then the brain kicks in because well, why would you do that? And you're like, I don't know why I'm doing that. Well, okay, and but I did also try to come up with some concrete reasons outside of just like you know life circumstances. But I do think because of like the the stress of life circumstances, I've also added to my own misery. In the sense that, like, I've been off my sort of self-maintenance game. Mm. Oh, self-care. Yeah. Like, I have, like, I was doing Noom really good, you know, during the, mm-hmm. the spring and summer months. And, like, as as the school year kicked in, I kind of got off of that a little bit. And then we got this sort of news. And then you're just sort of scrambling. And then I'm eating my feelings. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I want all this bad comfort food. And yeah. so I put are on. You, are you back on McDonald's? Well, <laughs> not like I used to be, uh-huh. but I have like no one is. Part- <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But I have you know partaken in things and and just like I would love for you to track your fast food intake, yeah, and then measure it versus your overall mental. Mm-hmm. And we can look whether it's causational or correlational mm-hmm. or predictive or you know what I mean, like yeah. You know, but like, does it does it precede bad habits mm-hmm. or bad feelings and anxiety, or does it come after them? Yeah, and make them go worse or something like that. Yeah, where's the cause and effect in there? And yeah, bring the scientists in and let them mm-hmm. put electrodes on me and and figure mm-hmm. it out. I like get the- your prescription. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's I I would uh, I would like. Uh, I would like. I some, hate it. I would like some answers. I yeah. hate it because that's just it too. Tell me what it is. Yeah, and I'll fix it maybe. But I, yeah, Amy and I had a big talk this evening though about it, and um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get back on the self self care wagon and and like because I feel like you you know th- there is the old saying that well you can't take care of somebody else if you're not taking care of yourself or mm-hmm. you can't is that how the saying goes I don't know yeah um, oxygen mask like but you got to put your own oxygen mask on right. before you put somebody else's on yeah. but let me just encourage you like right now it's so important to. You're recognizing this. Don't try to do all of the steps all at once. Right. You know, it's the, the little things to get back. Oh, into. Don't be like. Habits. Yeah. Yeah. Atomic habits. You know, just 
you you might have been doing all of these great things before. Don't try to jump into all of them, you know, all at once. Pick and one. Then get frustrated. Exactly. Exactly. Small win. Yeah. Find one yeah. small one. You said small win atomic. Atomic habits. Yeah. I thought you said Tom McHabits. <laughs> like I, had, I don't really guy. read much. Uh, <laughs> but if you go back to Joseph Jason. Yeah. Uh, the guy that was on our episode, that was on his own episode, and talked about how he wrote down when he was in prison a hundred things he hated about himself and mm-hmm. was close to suicide, thinking about suicide, not close to suicide. And he was like, "All right, I'm going to pick one, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to fix that." And he put the list under his cot. And then when he got better at that one, he picked another one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Tom yeah. McHabits and Joseph Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Irish Tom McCabbits. Oh. Laddie. A tea Don't do it all at once. Isn't he a good one? <laughs> a fool. Step well, I appreciate, I appreciate you all and your listening and your thoughts. So thank you. Let me ask you this, though. You said you had a conversation with Amy tonight. Yeah. And, you know, she's in the mix. She's in the fire. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. She has good days, bad days, whatever else. Do you think it helps her to help you? Mmm... I, I, it's a good question. We should have that conversation. She and I, like, I, I don't know how to analyze that right now. Like, okay, then I'll change the question. Would you allow for the fact that perhaps it could help her to help you and, or help somebody else? You know, we can help you. We right. can join you. Cause we've, you and I talked last night. Yeah. You're like, I wanted to reach out, but I didn't. And I'm like, and you're an idiot for that. Right. You know, and we'll, and I'm going to talk more about that kind of stuff, but when someone is in a battle, it's sometimes so good to be able to help somebody else in that process because it takes all the focus off of yourself. Right. And you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm still, I'm still uh, worthy as a person. I'm not just receiving, but I can give as well. Well, and there's something to be said too. And in fact, Lex is on tonight, which is perfect because I think it was you that mentioned it to Amy about the, you must have read it somewhere, but about like the circles of yeah. like who, who you can go to mm-hmm. when you're, when you have, difficulty with the situation or whatever like it's hard like for me to go to amy because i'm having difficulty it doesn't even have to be with amy but like just with that life in general knowing what she's going through it's nice to know that i can go outward to like the circle of my friends and Mm -hmm. like like talk to you guys about something without burdening her with it too but i do on the other hand i hear jay's point about like well but you know i think in a healthy relationship you can do that yeah 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 uh, and you should also go elsewhere. Right. Because if your problem is with Amy, like it's good to have the steam release somewhere else. Right, you know? right. Yeah. Yeah. That's more about like if, if, if this, the, the thing is affecting you, then mm. you don't want to take your feelings and frustrations with the thing gotcha. to the person that's affecting the most. Um, if there's something else that's going on that you're dealing with, then with that relationship, yeah, go to them. But yeah. Also, let's acknowledge too, it's been a hell of a six months. Yes, it it's has. just been yeah. such a six months mm-hmm. for you. There's, yeah. there's, you know, trauma. There's yep. so many things that all started when the Tesla got hit. <laughs> Man. Beginning of the end, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, when you're in the middle of, and not that you're out of the middle of the fire. I mean, obviously, you know, these past, two weeks or whatever have been somewhat more optimistic, but that's awake, man. It's like, it's like you've been in this boat and now the boat's somewhat stopping. That's going to catch up to you mm-hmm. and it's going to manifest in, you know, just a myriad of ways. Um, so that's facts, logic and reason. Um, well, but again, and I've been having this conversation with so many people, 
There is a place for facts, there logic, is. and reason. If you just would have led with, well, yeah. you know, Chris, you are in a really tough place right now, and that's why you're feeling bad. Well, that's crappy comfort. Right. But we comforted him first. Yeah. So now we can say anything we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for somebody else to talk. I'm going to say one last thing. <laughs> but I want to say one last thing to you, which is, you know, and, and you pointed on it, the whole oxygen mask thing and everything else. And it's sort of like I was told when I was on Young Life staff for 12 years, you know, you can't do it in your own strength. You got to rely on the Lord. I remember being like, oh, sure you can. <laughs> like, absolutely you can. There's a you lot can, of people that do it. You can horse you can horse it up and just be like, bite your teeth and uh-huh. just, you know, and go grit your teeth and go as hard as you can. To the point where, like, not to make it about me, but like through the trade days, like I was on point for four straight years. Mm-hmm. Now, my thyroid was eaten, you know, by an autoimmune disease because I wasn't, I was on, I was like this the whole time. You can do it. It's going to destroy something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can do it. Right. So. Yeah. Speaking of doing it. Um, Hello. <laughs> I went shooting this weekend uh-huh. and with Duke, who sits at the table. He does and has been at the table uh in in person and it was a lot of fun and um got to fire some different weapons and uh it was just a really good time it was nice to it's a nice way to blow off steam was that the time joe was there joe was there yep 12 gauge mm-hmm. nice not a 20 gauge no just not a little more gauge. pop note well that's more powerful than 20 sure i don't know i really don't know i just know i have a 12 gauge and you much as it. i know in my you know, since I've been involved with hunting and guns, mm-hmm. when I stopped at the age of 16. Yeah. And it wasn't at the number of BBs per X. So it's, there's more, they're bigger BBs, mm. and therefore has a bigger pop. Mm. Well, it's a man's gun and mm. it was fun to shoot. And um, Duke's great to go out with. And uh, Ethan came with and um, he got, he got a bow set for Christmas and they have a range. And so, um, he was able to try that out for the first time on an outdoor and indoor range. Joe tried it out and got this huge splinter in his finger from one of the arrows. I felt bad for him. Like it was huge. It was sticking out and, um, cause somebody shot at him or yeah, right. <laughs> That's it, was, it was actually the arrow right through his finger. Um, but it was, it was just a really good time. Ethan and I had some really substantial, just he and I time, some good mm. talks, obviously, um, you know, you don't want to take those times for granted. And so it was just, it was a, it was a really nice all around time for, I think everybody that was there and involved. Um, and Lex and I recently finished the third season of Jack Ryan, speaking of shooting and Uh, I was, I'm not going to spoil it. No, heck no, no. But it, I I think it was of the three. I think it was my favorite season. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to start, get back into it because I watched, um, season one Mm -hmm. and loved it. And then I don't, season two wasn't bad. No, I think I was just burnt out because I was like binging it Mm -hmm. and it wasn't as good as season one to me. And I sort of gave up in the middle. Oh, you did give up on yeah, that. Yeah, I, I haven't finished it. Is that on Prime? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. There were there were a lot of um, not one liners, but a lot of I think really cool scenes with some really good dialogue. Yeah. Um. So, John so, Krasinski's he's so fun to watch in that role. Yeah, he's he, it's he's it's kind of made for him, or he makes it. You know, yeah, I mean, he's, right. a, he's a really good actor, and it's just. It's he's 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 good enough where you don't think of Jim from The Office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, every once in a while, it's like, I was worried when Jim I first doing? started. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, he's he's turned into just a really good actor. Where he disappears in the roles, mm-hmm. and um, so 
And all the other characters are really yes, good too. Very They're so well written. Mm-hmm. They, you know, there's good character character arcs, and it's it was a great season. Yeah, nice. not very not like formulaic. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I thought it was a really original story, and and uh, w- well done. Yeah. Wow. I'll have to put it in my queue. Yeah. I don't have a queue. Yeah. <laughs> you have to get a queue. Well, it sounds oh. like, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed last night that the show that we watched ah, on yes. Tuesday night. I mean, I like. I like Survivor. I like Amazing Race, but oh, I was um, really into. What's it called? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I can look it up. Special, special Forces. Special, special forces. forces. Yeah. So like all these, you know, B-list celebrities, former athletes. Um, your guy, Doctor Drew, uh, had to tap out after what fourteen hours. He apparently, I listened to his podcast with Adam Carolla, and because uh, now I can talk about it, mm-hmm. and he got five liters of fluid. Wow! Uh, when he was oh in the hospital, wow. also true. Every time, like, they had to have their canteens full. Mm-hmm. If, if one of the staff stopped them and your canteen wasn't full, the whole, everybody on the show got punished. And so Dr. Drew said he had lied all day long. He said it was never full, but he didn't want everybody to have to run. So he just oh, lied wow. to them and said, yeah, it was full. But he also said how interesting the Jordan Hospital was. Oh. That the women there aren't used to seeing men naked mm-hmm. and so he just disrobed and put a ro- or you know took his clothes uh-huh. out and put a robe on and the nurses wouldn't come in the room and then he goes three in the morning he said call to prayer no doctors no nurses <laughs> <laughs> and so apparently so that's qual- when he ran around the room naked exactly <laughs> but he said the quality of care there was and not quite what it is not in what the it United is states huh. it turns out interesting but yeah it's it was good yeah i really enjoyed it. i and i I enjoyed seeing like the physical sides of things, you know, like them falling out of the uh, helicopter and stuff like that. But I, I do like how they came and like, especially uh, what was her name, Jamie Lynn Spears, mm-hmm. um, you know, brought her into the uh, sat her across the table from her, and she's talking about this past trauma, you know, where when she had to go out of that, like they 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 basically made them they hovered over water in a helicopter, probably what. 20, 30. 20 feet, 30 feet above the water and basically made just made him free fall backwards. Um, and when she went in the water, uh, she came out, she threw up, she was a mess. And it turns out that she had to try to rescue her daughter. I think it was from an accident where the daughter went into a pond. She pulled her daughter out of the pond. Her daughter wasn't breathing. Um, she couldn't was the point. Her, she was oh, upside right. down she, in an ATV. She oh, tried to get she her. She couldn't. Somebody get her. else had to come okay. get her, and she was blue and all that stuff. So, I, but and I thought that was an interesting. You know, it's because it wasn't just necessarily about. All right, are you going to be special forces? You know, to to get into the, like the psyche of somebody like that, I thought was pretty cool. And you know, kind of an emotion from an emotional needs standpoint, like past hurts and mm-hmm. you know. So, anyways, I'm really glad we watched that last night. It was fun. Yeah. Um, I would say on the one hand, if you wanted me to be serious or if I was going to be serious, I, it's been really interesting in the last few days. I've dealt with some people in some really big trauma and not really big trauma and been able to talk to them after comforting, after all that stuff about seeing things through spiritual eyes. You know, somebody had some really bad news that they, that took a bad situation and made it more severe. And I was able to say, well, because somebody came up and talked to them. And gave them information they didn't know. And I was like, well, who knows? I said, we have to see things not just physically, but spiritually. Maybe now the fact that they told you this and now you have to take this situation more seriously is going to avert being blindsided in six months or a year or two years. That, yeah, it really sucked in this moment. And now this does suck because you're in a much bigger – you're already in a huge situation. 
Now it is a life, almost life or death situation. Well, maybe that's what God gave you those people to let you know this is that serious. Mm. All the way down to something as silly as Bella's quitting work, has put in her two weeks notice. She has two more shifts left. And today she got a notice that there was a COVID uh, exposure. She had immediately come in to get tested. And that for her last two shifts, she has to wear an N95 mask and eye protection. (laughs) And I said, my exact words in the car, I said, look, okay, ugh, gross, ugh, nobody wants to wear an N95. Ugh, that's the worst. Now, number two, I said, praise God. She goes, why? I said, it's confirmation. I said, he's letting you know, yeah, Yeah, time to go. I said, what if they would have told you, hey, everybody who stays through Easter is getting a $2,000 bonus. I said, you'd have been like, oh, no, I'm so conflicted. Should I stay or not? But yeah. I said, so, honey, look at it that way through spiritual eyes. So that's been fun. Yeah. The other is I, I made Rachel uh, my sloppy talk Joe, which Bella points out is the worst name of any dish ever. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty interesting. It's like sloppy Joe, but I make it talk taste Joe? like a taco, uh-huh. like taco Joe. Okay. I'd be into that. Right. Oh, it's pretty good. Sloppy Joe and taco meat. But I wanted to make it more authentic because basically all I do is I make a taco uh, oh, Joe. Oh, you do. A sloppy Joe sauce. Which is basically ketchup, mustard, a little more Worcestershire sauce, and then I throw a bunch of chili powder in it. Mm-hmm. And okay, fine. I mean, I make it with taco seasoning, but I'm like, no, I'm making an authentic sauce. So I use crushed tomatoes, I rehydrated two ancho chili peppers and one guajillo chili pepper, added a bunch of cumin, honey. Um, I don't even know what else. And it's like this. It's an unbelievably authentic sauce. And I'm like, I cannot put that in there. Rachel's going to be like, <laughs> it tastes like the dirt. <laughs> All that work and you, you really you didn't use it. I kept it separate. So when I made her her dish, I added like <laughs> one teaspoon of it. But it, I was pretty proud of it. Like if you eat it, you go, yeah, that's like an enchilada sauce. Yeah. How, how do you rehydrate something? What is you it? boil water. You stick the dried peppers in. You let them sit for a while, and then they're rehydrated. Okay. And then what I did is I blended it with the tomatoes and everything else, and then I ran it through a strainer to get like the seeds and the skin and stuff off. That kind of is annoying because you're just sitting there with a spatula going back and forth hmm. until it all gets down. It gets all silky smooth. Hmm. So it's my story. Cool. How's Lex? Uh. <laughs> 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 That'd be great. was the entire up- update. <laughs> How's Lex? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sweet. On the Instagram. My goodness. School. So like, I love my job. Love it. Love it. I'm I'm an associate manager for my team. I love supporting my team. I love helping them learn how to support their people, how to do their work, um, hearing about their lives. I sense a butt. <sighs> Big butt. The last six months for my team has been ever since Chris's Tesla got hit. <laughs> I I think beginning of the end. I think the butterfly maybe. effect, man. Goodness, um, and Brian can test this. You can, uh, you. I mean, I've been telling you guys, like it's like my team has been under attack. There have been deaths and illnesses left and right. Like your bosses could let you go and say this is clearly your fault, and you'd be like, "That's fair, possibly, <laughs> possibly." Because because our our larger team is split in half, and there are two of us associate managers under the main manager. I don't know that my. <laughs> counterparts mm-hmm. half of the team they're just great everything's like, good uh, um but so this week last week one of my team members um got sick and um found out it was shingles and i was like oh that is the worst that is that is possibly aside from childbirth the worst pain i have ever been in it is 
you know, and so I was like, I'm so sorry, you know, a whole bunch of emotional joining and I'm so sorry, please take all the time that you need. And then over the weekend, she's texting me and she's like, I am at the hospital. Something is wrong. This is presenting differently. Mm. By Monday, she's telling me they've discovered that it has gone into my spine. Oh, my gosh. It is full body. I was like, Woo. by later that night, um, it is also meningitis. So it's like, Woo. so, OK, so three now aliens are inside her yeah. body as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's talking about I have to go to rehab and this is like three infusions a day of antibiotics I'm going to have to get. So like that is because I care for my team very much. So like emotionally, I'm grieved. Well, and every one of your team members that's going through, oh, my 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 dad just died and my mother's losing her mind or whatever, yes. whatever that is. They're all like, but. I can, I can still work. That, that's like, the thing. That's the thing. I, she, I was like, okay, so we need to get you on like leave of absence because she's going to be in a rehab facility for like two weeks. I was like, we need to get you on leave of absence. She's like, well, I'd like to like use my, my paid time off just to, to see. I don't know. Like, well, and uh, talking to her more today, she's, she's like, I'm going to go insane if I don't have something to do for the next two weeks. So I'm going to get my computer and I'm going to work from the rehab <laughs> facility. Like I was like, wow. Oh my goodness. These people okay. are robots. She's like I'm feeling so much better. I was like, okay. And then another one of my team members brought her mom home from the hospital this week at, and put her in a hospice. And oh. it's just like, and this one particular team member has been through the ringer this year. Just tragedy after tragedy after tragedy. And so I know she's just on autopilot right now. And But it'll be the third condolence plant that we send to my team in the last, like, three months. That damn Tesla. <laughs> I am so sorry. It's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> so emotionally, it's hard. It takes a whole lot of shuffling to, like, I mean, there's no shortage of volunteers to take over their work. But um, it's... It's yeah, like we're a very, very close team. And so there's a lot of grieving and, and joining. Um, but yeah, and you're doing school, a, you you have you have yeah. a lot of things going on. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, that you that you guys are so close mm-hmm. as as team mates. Yeah, guess. Team, like, members. yeah team members yeah. together. Definitely. But um, so that's cool that that you guys, you know, you have that relationship with them, particularly when so much is happening like that's mm. but it's but it's so heavy like i don't even yeah. know what this like and, and to add to that we're so close despite all of us working from home i mean we're we've got somebody as far west as washington state and then we've got buffalo new york phoenix texas hmm. indiana it's i mean we're there's a, a group of us here in pittsburgh but most of us are spread across the country so yeah, yeah. my oh my yeah it's <clears throat> so it's been yeah, it's been. Let heavy. me ask you this: Do you? I mean, obviously, you're sharing it with us at the table, but do you talk to Brian or where does it go? Because that's another theme I've noticed a lot lately: is people who take on other people's pain. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's got to continue and go on somewhere else, right? Or else you end up burned out, you know, depressed, anxious, yeah. everything else. I've definitely shared it with Brian this week, and yeah. I even shared it with my dad because having been in a leadership position, oh, for I can't so many imagine years, what he's gone through. Yeah. I uh, I kind of reached out to him today and was just like woof. So, well, that's, yeah. was it good We're talking yeah. to him? Yeah, it was good, and yeah, it ended up awesome. funny. You know, he knows he knows the right point to like kind of divert off into humor. You know, mm-hmm. to to lighten it up. So that was good too. 
Sometimes a podcast needs to divert off mm-hmm. and go into maybe humor, maybe not. And so we like to look at Instagram reels. There's so much a um, function of society are reels or TikToks or snaps. But um, <laughs> there are they have emotional implications. And so at the beginning uh, of our main topic, we're going to look at an Instagram reel and then we're going to save one for the end as well. So if you're not with us um, on YouTube, there's still enough in it that you don't have to see it. But if you're with us on YouTube, you'll see it. Guys, I need help around the house. I can't do it all by myself. That's not that's not how. So what do you guys think of that? (laughs) (laughs) I need more. It sounds like somebody needs help around the house. Oh, a lot of people need help around the house. Take, uh, take two. Not everybody can be as tech savvy as me, Eric. Maybe next time you shouldn't be on the mic while you're doing tech. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> I mean, I thought it because you Eric, said it. Because Eric's not on the mic tonight? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> Did you? Here we go. Here we go. Guys, I need help around the house. I can't do it all by myself. That's not that's not how the dishes go in there. Just give me the sponge. That that's not how you wipe the counters. This is not how the pillows go on the couch. Guys, I need help around the house. I can't do it all by myself. That's not that's not how the dishes go in there. Just give me the sponge. That that's not how you wipe the counters. This is not how the pillows go. Okay, so for those of you who can't see it, it's well, obviously a wife. What? I was going to say, I think they could figure out that he was then doing the dishes. Go on, go on, go on, go on. You got it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fill him in. Paint him a picture, Chris. For those that can't see, Chris has his mouth wide open. Shock and amazement. <laughs> so, no, I just wanted to, yeah, paint a little picture that the husband was, was in the chair and she asked for some help. And then when he starts to help, yes, she proceeds to say all those things. You're okay. absolutely right. No, because the chair is integral in that. Right, right. Because he's just sitting there and he's like, fine. He doesn't know. He just gets up. Right. Yeah, there's no complaining. No. So let's see. Is he emotionally responding to her? Um, not emotionally. But he's Okay, support. Oh, I like it. Support. Oh, they couldn't hear you say that. Eric said support. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciation. Well, yeah. here's my point. If we're looking at it from an emotional needs perspective, you're focusing the wrong way. Well, she. Well, I was starting there. But because she's like, I need help around the house. Yeah. She's not expressing an emotion. She's right. expressing a fact. So the, the focus is on his emotional needs, not hers. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I mean, that's an astute point. Yes, he does meet her need for support. She doesn't verbalize it as such. She's not expressing an emotion. She's saying, I need help around the house. Mm-hmm. So he helps her. And she's and not showing appreciation. She's not showing appreciation at all. Mm-hmm. What else isn't she showing? Respect. No, no respect. respect. She's not getting no respect. <laughs> no respect. I mean, yeah, at least those two. Affirmation? Is that one of the? No, I'm no. just kidding. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of affirmation. <laughs> yeah. That so yeah that's well here's the point is that seems that is a style of reel that you know there, there's different categories of reels whether it be pets or athletic achievements or fails or this or that where it's like oh women are always naggy and 
men, you know, don't, or men don't know what they're doing and all that kind of fun stuff. But it's, again, I think it's much more individual. Like there are a lot of people that would love any help, no matter what it looks like, you know, and in our household, the reason why Rachel doesn't load the dishwasher, number one, it's leaking, but number two, because (laughs) she would say, because I do it wrong. And I'm like, dad, come right. You do it wrong, (laughs) but I don't correct her. You know, now she just puts them in the sink. And I'm fine with that. You got him to the sink. I'll take care of everything from there. You know, in their case, he's just frustrated. Right. And she's certainly obtuse to what, how she's making him feel. Mm -hmm. So, and if he ends up feeling bad, I hope there's somebody in his life that has told him, you know what? You're a good husband. You know, you're a good man. You do what you can. And they give him affirmations. And in our dark world, we've talked the last couple of weeks, there's been some pretty heavy topics we've gone over and we've talked about 2023 with, I mean, look at your poor team, mm-hmm. look at your poor life, the people that I'm talking, <laughs> I wasn't even being funny in that situation. Poor wife, poor life. Yeah. That's what they always say. <sighs> um, that we want to focus on a lot of what's good. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, Brian, to you, you know, you said, this is, it's dark, but in a lot of ways, it's a different kind of dark. Mm-hmm. And I almost, I know I didn't join you enough in that, but I said, man, well, the light's going to shine a whole lot brighter then. And we got a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. But when you have somebody in your life who does lift you up, who does affirm you, I think it's important. And, and that's what we're just going to talk about for the rest of the night tonight is affirmation. And I looked up, it was so great. I always like to look up the Webster's or the Cambridge or whatever definition is of what we're talking about and every one of them are like encouragement and support <laughs> and i'm just sitting there going no yeah <laughs> like no why is that not it right i don't hear support in it at all i guess i can kind of understand encouragement because to me affirmation and encouragement are both very verbal i guess i don't know yeah it needs support right at least the way we and most anybody who understands emotional needs would define because support is helping somebody with something. Mm-hmm. Encouragement is I believe you can do it. Support is let me help you do it. Yeah. It's neither one of those. No. I, and I just sat there and I'm like, and, and the other definitions were like, meaning like saying yes, mm-hmm. you know, affirming. Yes, that is true. Uh, Which, that's it, a function like, of an affirmation. Would it be, would it be respect? You're, you're showing somebody that you see them as a human being and, you're you're calling out what you find valuable in them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like like you're 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 telling them the good things. It could be the, appreciate like appreciation, respect. Well, we're getting into what emotional needs does affirmation meet. Yeah. But I'm saying what is the definition, right, definition. of an affirmation? Yeah, yeah. Telling someone the the good values that you see in them. And I think it's I mean, I don't know if this is part of the definition, but I think it's a discipline. You know, it's something that I try to practice on, on, you know, we've talked about intentionality a lot over the past, you know, two months or so. And I believe that this is one of those things that, um, a lot of the world just doesn't even really think about intentionally. And they don't do it. And they don't do it instinctively. Right. They don't do it. And that's why nobody does it. Right. Relatively speaking. Yeah. So, I mean, again, it's one of these things to me where you have to be intentional about it and you put it into practice Um, and the, the rewards for both people are just huge. You know, when you really can affirm somebody Mm -hmm. in any, any walk of life, it makes them grow 
you know, it helps. I think, you know, it, cause I look at affirmation and exhortation kind of in the same way, you know, exhortation, you're speaking life into somebody with affirmation, you're speaking life into somebody, you know, and it may be an area where they, they don't even, they didn't even see what you see, but it all, it, in doing that and verbalizing it or expressing it, it gives them the opportunity to focus on that and go, wait a second, you know, this is, this is something good about me. Um, well, and I think that's, you just provided a very good difference between exhortation and affirmation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you exhort somebody long enough, you then may be able to affirm them. Because mm-hmm. if you say to somebody, you're a good man, and a guy goes, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I did this and that. You're not affirming. Mm-hmm. You're, mm-hmm. And then and then eventually, if they start to believe it, you go, remember, you're a good man. Mm-hmm. Now, that's an affirmation. And they go, you're right. Ooh. I am a good man. Mm-hmm. That has a lot to do with how it's taken then, too. So not just what you're saying to somebody, but. Mm-hmm. Well, because an affirmation, you're, I mean, again, if you look at the the other definition of affirmation is like in agreement with or confirming so if i don't believe that in my heart and soul then it's not an affirmation but i I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty of that Mm -hmm. but it is an affirmation of you are what you either believe or hope you are well and in a lot of self-help or therapy or or things like that people they encourage people to do affirmations Mm -hmm. about themselves you know as a as a discipline you know when you wake up in the morning do your affirmations i've I've heard that across tom mccabbitt's Tom McCabe, do <laughs> ah, your affirmations. Um, Always look at the end of the uh, rainbow. Um, or what was the guy from Saturday Night Live? Golden uh, affirmations. Doggone it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good enough. I'm smart uh, enough. Stuart Smalley. Stuart Smalley, yeah. yeah. So, but, but it, like even for yourself, that, that's, that, that's that self-talk where even if you don't believe it right now, you're, you're shooting for something. Uh, Lex, can you give an example of an affirmation that you do? Okay. Well, but here's what, but I want, I want to point out for the sake of the table. Again, I think that's a great thing. The difference between an exhortation and an affirmation that an affirmation is affirming what you hope to be and or is true about you. Not even so much hope to be, but is true about you. Mm-hmm. But I want to stick with when others either do it or give it to you mm-hmm. and you give it to others. Same thing with like when we talk about comfort, mm-hmm. like, you know, because if you want to give yourself affirmation, positive affirmation, self talk, yeah, that's all good. But that doesn't have the impact of an outside person mm-hmm. saying, right. no, 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 no yeah. you're a good wife. No, 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 listen to me. You're a good wife. Right. Because I think there's two different types of benefits uh, in our outline. It says purpose, but I, I like to look at it mm-hmm. as benefits. The one is in being proactive. Like nothing's wrong. But like if I say to you, Lex, I think you really are a great wife and you're a good you know, mother to your children. You're going to, I am. And so you're going you're gonna to have a little greater bounce in your step. Right. You're going to walk a little taller that somebody else recognized right. that in you. There's a third party validity because yes. so often we can talk ourselves out of that. I'm a terrible person. And no, so, no, no, no. You are a great person. Well, but, e- and, but even before we get to the I'm a terrible person, you just, everything's good. Boy, you're going to take it to another level. Sure. Right. It's very proactive. Uh, right. Well, it reminds me of what we talked about last week with the intentionality. And I know that's a different thing, but th- in this realm – or this topic, it seems like that proactivity is that intentional. That's an absolutely great tie-in. Yeah. To give somebody <laughs> affirmation yes, is a great way to intentionally love them. Mm-hmm. They're not asking right. for it. They're not presenting it. But you just go to them and say, you know what? I just want you to know this, employee X. You're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're going to be more likely to do a, a better job. Mm-hmm. Now, so that's the proactive benefit if you're being proactive. Um or another way to look at it is outside of trauma or conflict. Mm-hmm. 
but the benefits of the affirmations you have given to somebody previously and or in trauma, it's going to keep them, you know, from spiraling downward. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in trauma and, and your kids are on, are on fire and they've done all this or, you know, Amy's having a bad day and you're like, oh, I didn't comfort her well or whatever else. Oh, because I'm a terrible husband and I'm a terrible parent. Or I'm a terrible worker. I'm a terrible this. And then you're like, no, no, because they told me, you know, so-and-so told right. me. I, I just wrote down, it's like a lifeline to reality. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when somebody else comes to you and says something like that, you you may be so lost in your own head and in your own heart. Somebody comes and, and gives you that affirmation. They're throwing you a link to a reality that they may not be able to see in that moment. Absolutely. And, and that can make. That's a know, great illustration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and to that end, and I think it's similar. I wrote, you know, that it combats the negative voices and attacks. And those can be external, meaning somebody is attacking you and saying you're a piece of crap. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm not a piece of crap. You know, imagine the person that's the little kid that's been raised saying, you're a child of God. You're a child of God. You're a, you're a Hammond. You're everything else. And then they're in eighth grade and they're getting bullied and picked on. And they're like, you know what? I'm not. I'm a child of God. I'm a Hammond. You know, the external voices, or like you said, you know, when you're sitting there beating yourself up, because a lot of times we do that and you're like, no, no, they said that I'm more than that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we can look at different types and there's all different kinds of types or ways to look at it. One is preventative and constructive affirmation given ahead of conflict or trauma. We just talked about the benefits of it, um, but it really does. It builds up the person to withstand the conflict, whether it be internal or external, it gives a person the tools to deal with trauma on their own. It's sort of like preventative comfort. Yeah. Mm. I think about like maybe a sports, you know, a sports team um, going into a, a game. You know, there's a lot of talk pregame about this is the kind of team we are. These are the kind of players that we are. That's a because you're going into, you know, it's a it's a sporting event, but you're going into a quote unquote battle, you know, and that's a that's a practice in in sports teams. But I think also in in the day to day in situations, you might be going in for a job interview or, you know, um, you know that somebody's going to be passing away, you know, it, and, and like you're saying, Jay, it, in these times, you can you can take proactively, you can take and and affirm the people that are going into those moments. Um, and like you said, it builds them up to help them prepare for that. And a lot of times that can make all the difference between, again, it's that link to reality, you know, it's bolstering their spirits and, and reminding them of what they have inside of them. Well, even long term, like with the kids, you mm. know, Abby's getting ready to go into middle school next year and, you know, she's making all of her plans. What time am I going to wake up in the morning? I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing that. And I just think about all the plans that we've been laying down over the years of, you know, your own mind you're beautiful, you know, inside and out, you know, your worth, you make such good friends, you are such a good friend, you really stand up for the people, you know, who might not have as many friends around them, you know, things like that, that are building her character, that are setting her up for these really transitional times in life. Um, because middle school can be rough. And, you know, and then Ethan will come in sometimes with this ooh, middle school, oh, the worst time ever. And, you know, we fight against that. You Thanks, know, and, Doom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but you know, we really intentionally laid down a foundation of mm-hmm. those affirmations. Well, and I think back to her episode on the podcast talking about how, you know, she had the one friend mm-hmm. that nobody was friends with anymore, or, you know, it's a little bit foggy and what a good friend she was mm-hmm. in that moment for her. Mm-hmm. And that, but the point is that I don't think that happens mm-hmm. without all those affirmations. Right. And, mm-hmm. and that's why right before you started talking about her, I was thinking, Boy, we could probably spend a good long time talking about that with kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we think about the kids who either have only, you know, no parents at home, one parent at home who's struggling at the end of their wits. They're not, they're, mm-hmm. not, they're not, they're just trying to get by. And right. they're not receiving that. So that when the conflict comes, there's no belief in themselves. There's no belief in who they are. And you've talked about it repeatedly, Jay, is, you know, the kids in our, in our circle, you know, the, you're, we're a coach of Penn Hills for years and you know, all, all the musical stuff. And you've talked about how you speak one word to some Ugh. of these kids mm-hmm. and they just, they, th- it, it, it's indescribable what those things do for them because they are not getting that kind of preparation and, you know, input. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is so, again, it's so rare. It's so valued. And it is so, I think it, I was just debating in my head how necessary it is. Cause I, I don't know that before I faced, you know, the, the greatest battle of our lives so far. Um, I don't know if I leaned on many affirmations, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't know that anybody said to me, remember Jay, you're a man of faith. Like, mm-hmm. no, I became known as that. So would have been nice. Yeah. Would have been nice. And sometimes people are in, so, you know, our second type is affirmations that are given when somebody is in trauma mm. and somebody is in conflict, somebody mm. is in the battle. And I think it, it, like you said, it gives them a, I wrote, it gives them an accurate view mm-hmm. because man, it gets distorted. Mm-hmm. You know, either even the people that like give a way too inflated image of themselves, we got to find somebody that's like horrifically arrogant and get them on, get them here at the table. Because like even just them, tear I think, them down. no. Because I think in the quiet of their heart, they're like, "Why'd no, you look uh, at me, Lex?" <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Oh, Lex said you were always asking me to look at you, and I finally do, and now it's a problem. <laughs> oh, it's on. <laughs> no, but I mean, I think even the most arrogant of person in the quietness of their heart knows they're full of crap. You now, and I would think, yeah, they have to, right? I don't know. Like, how, how can anybody like? <laughs> I don't know what you think. I, I'm like, yeah. I can't imagine. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I am so unsure of myself at times, what? and so second guessing of like my actions. Or Are you? Oh, I don't know now. <laughs> <laughs> but so, therefore. Everybody has to have a little I don't know, bit man. That, right? So some some of the sociopaths and psychopaths. Well, that's true. Too. I, I, I don't know if they have any kind of internal monologue like that. Well, and I'll con- I'll contradict myself and say <laughs> that like you can be so buried, like like I said, I'm I've been so anxious and like have that sort of depression feeling lately. I can be so buried in my brain that it it can be hard to see out. At oh, like absolutely! What, like well, your your view, your perception is so distorted. It's hard to trust. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I well, at least know enough that I, you know, as as like harsh as I may be thinking of myself at times or a certain situation, might you know, 
I feel like so bad or like, oh, just work is going to be so, you know, I can't overcome this today. At least I know enough to know that like, okay, that is a really warped perception. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that bad, mm-hmm. you know, but even so, like there are times where it's hard to. Well, it is. Yeah. And that's why it is essential in those times for somebody to throw you that lifeline to reality because it keeps you from adding that fuel, you know, to yourself. And because people, it's, it's really easy to spiral out, Mm -hmm. you know, it's easier for some people than others, but those, those affirmations, uh, they, they, they go a long way towards helping to pull that person that's going through it back from the ledge, even just a little bit. Well, if you think about it, you know, Yes, you can make a mistake. It doesn't make you a bad person. You can not meet your friend's need. It doesn't make you a bad friend. You can have hurt your spouse. It doesn't make you a bad spouse. Necessarily. Yeah, no. no but if you're, pre, you know, if you don't have those affirmations of, no, I've done lots of good things and I am a good spouse. <laughs> yeah, I made a mistake here and I can recover from that and I can make it better. The problem is if you spiral, so, um, Frank comes home late from work and, and, uh, Becky says, it really hurt my feelings that you didn't call me and you were late. And then Frank goes, you know what? You're right. I, I did it again. I'm the worst. And I, I'm just going to, I can't believe you'd ever be with me and, and just spiral, spiral, spirals down. Becky's like, yeah, but just, you were late mm-hmm. and I need you to know that's important to me. But now he's, yes, he's made it about himself. He's spiraled out of control. And now she's like, I'm not bringing anything up again. Mm-hmm. You know, so an affirmation can also improve reconciliation mm-hmm. because now it, there's no reconciling Frank. The guy's a basket case and he's, he's all in his own stuff and he's ignoring Becky. And now Becky's learned. And, and that's part of Frank's game is <laughs> he's teaching Becky. Don't ever say anything's wrong mm. because he's just going to spiral. Mm-hmm. So we can do this with sort of two categories of people, two recipients. One is people that we know, you know, and, and I hope that we are, mm-hmm. and I know that we're not right all the time. Not we being the collective. I think we're all pretty good at it. Yeah. But you should be giving affirmations to the people in your world. And it should be like you said, now's where this types in. It's got to be intentional. and It's got to be a discipline. Mm-hmm. Can you expand on that a little bit? I think I look at I look at relationships like a garden and with a garden you you have to do certain things over the long term for that garden to bear fruit and to me being able to to be an affirming person is is like continually planting seeds that you then with your continual affirmation water and and then eventually they do start to sprout all different kinds of of harvest um so that's what i mean by it by by it being a discipline and being intentional is because you know that over time it's like a universal law that those things will bear fruit and not just for that person but you know exponentially in a lot of ways you know absolutely and i think we should be doing that with everybody that we're in a closer in a personal relationship with, but the closer you get to that person, I hope you're doing it more often. And I think it's probably very often the inverse of that. I think, you know, ah, I see him every day. I don't have to say it to him. Right. You know, but yet I, I just don't think we do a lot of affirmations now that I think more about it. Right. <laughs> I just don't think we do it a lot with anybody, but we should certainly be affirming those closest to us. Um, and then the other is 
to people, you know, in the public or random that we're not in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. I keep thinking of, and you made a big deal out of it on the first disc golf trip. We were at the, the one course and I turned to the guys cutting the grass and I said, man, everything looks great. I said, you guys do a great job. And Brent was like, see, I think that's so important because that guy's going to remember that. And he's just a guy working at a park, whatever else. But I think if we throw more of those around for the number of, especially like then Bella told me she Googled the three schools. She would know she went on the rate my school website and that both Allegheny, Mercyhurst and Albright all got bad reviews. And I said, of course, that's, that's all what people those, right. That's, that's all, all the right. people right. Nobody's saying right. loved my time there. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So the more we're out in public and this goes back to last week's intentional yep. love you just put hey you did a great job my mother loves this one of the things my mother does so much oh you're a, you did a great job sweetie she loves she, she told that's what i told you about the, whenever i was telling somebody she told me that people really like it in the grocery stores if you compliment them on their job and i'm like i've never thought of that before mom <laughs> but i think it can also then lead to a relationship and i don't mean that romantically sure but you're that one customer you're that one person mm -hmm. whatever else i gotta say this i know you you looked around the table a couple minutes ago jay and said i think we're all pretty good at it i don't know that i am like i this i think this episode is like opening my eyes i think i've said that before like one of, one of our topics is like wow i can't believe i never thought of this and it's not that i don't ever say anything nice to somebody but still like the intentionality of it and like all the emotional needs it can hit to, to be an affirming person to people you're in a relationship with and people that you you know that you're just like you know seeing at the grocery store or whatever. I don't know. I just think it's huge. Sure. I think this is like so important. Well, and it's one of the great reasons that you're great being here at the table because you're so open and honest about it. You know, you're like, oh, let me be very clear. I'm not intentionally <laughs> affirming anybody yeah. any time. Well, I think I get too stuck in my brain. And I mean, right now in my life is is a a more hyperbolic example of that, just with just where I am at this exact moment. But just in general, like through my personal history, like my years on this earth, I just think that. I've gotten stuck in my brain too much. Sure. And like, so I think about mm. your day, right now, tomorrow you're going to go to school. They have, you're in McKeesport. They have security, right? Right. Yes. So you walk in and you turn to them and say, you know what? I really appreciate you guys work hard every day. Boom. And you walk right past them. Yeah. And then the next day you go, man, anything happened yesterday, man, I'm glad you guys are at the front door. Boom. Simple. Yeah. But you're saying that's not in the forefront of your mind. Absolutely not. Well, it is now. You because you know what else I'm not, Jay? I'm not present. Yeah. I don't even know where I am right now. No, just kidding. But like, <laughs> I am not present because mm -hmm. when I'm walking in the door, I am. You have all the checklists. Yep. I'm thinking inwardly like, okay, now I got to get the energy to, to you know, get my lesson plans up and, 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 and go through them and be ready for my classes. And I got to do this and this and this. Yeah. I'm just not present. Well, it's at the checklist. I'm going to do that right now. There you go. <laughs> so the nice thing is we talk about emotional needs here. And when you affirm somebody, a lot of it depends on who they are, but it hits so many of the emotional needs. And really, it's only a function of a couple that it doesn't. You know, it certainly by definition meets the need of encouragement, but also respect, especially if you're talking to somebody about their job or their role in your life. Appreciation. If they've, you know, if they are always doing something like you always cut a nice head of hair. Thank you so much. You're great at what you do. 
uh, belonging. Again, if you're affirming somebody you're in a relationship with, mm-hmm. it will meet their need. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of my favorite things is to say like my man or my guy mm-hmm. to people that I'm not close with. You know, hey, you're my guy. Every time I see you, I, you know, I make eye contact with you and I make sure you're okay. You make sure I'm okay with her. Mm-hmm. Boy, there it is. And that person can be like, okay, I matter to him. That matters. That's mm-hmm. a good thing. Right. You know, they may not matter to anybody else. Their own mother, father may not care about them, whatever else. But, and that's an affirmation that they have value. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, you know, yeah. There's a role that they play. Them. It's beautiful. And I think lastly, affection. You know, it certainly shows that you care for them. You've taken the time to talk mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Um, there are different types or examples of affirmations. Um, there is verbal, which is quite simply written, excuse me, spoken messages of affirmation. <laughs> and, you know, the, mm-hmm. the advantage of that is it's very personal. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not necessarily visible because it can be on the phone, you know, where you're talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. But they're going to hear the tone mm-hmm. of your voice. You know, we talked about it before. Go ahead. I think you are an amazing pastor. You know, like when you say so, well, I'm just saying, like that you're saying took that, me right off. I was like, I'm, I'm oh yeah, keep going. <laughs> but that's what it does is because Detail. like, again, it, it brings when you, when you're doing it verbally and especially like you're saying, when you use tone or inflection like that, even if you don't mean to, like in that case, I'm talking to you and everything that you represent and on, on some subsurface, you know, deep level. People feel that it's, it's it's like a, it's like a bomb in a a good way that goes off inside of them that makes them that, that just, again, it brings a sense of reality to them that they aren't able to see or reminds them of who they are in a way that they can't on their own. Or it's like a balm balm that helps to heal. Uh Yeah. A healing balm. Yeah. And it eliminates any confusion. You know, if you say, wow, you know, Lex, you're a great, I just love the way you care for your team. You know, like, oh, what does he mean by that? No, you're, you know, what is it communication? It's 5% the words you use, 35% your facial expression, and 60% uh, your tone. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're writing things down, they're not getting tone. Yeah. Negatively, it could be forgotten. You know, it's not permanent. Mm-hmm. Um, it could mm-hmm. be too much for somebody. No, not me. <laughs> not you. Not no, you. No, no, no. no. I mean, oh. like a lot of <laughs> a lot of people. No, they they can't. Yeah. Mean, they can't mean that about me. Well, yeah, and they're the they're the people that have difficulty receiving mm-hmm. in many different areas. Right. They, they they have trouble receiving a blessing. They can't take gifts. Yeah. They can't. Yeah. Yeah. But but you're right. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, you look really great in that dress. Oh, this. Oh no, it's a it's a hand me down. But that's one of the negatives because then you're going to go. No, hey, shut up. <laughs> Let yeah. me just tell you. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. Whereas if you're doing it in a written form, spoiler alert, that's the next type. Mm-hmm. There's no argument. Right. But it, they may not be able to receive it. And Brian, I will say. Um, you you uh, you do receive it well, so uh, I just want to put that out there. That's what I thought you meant originally. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, written sometimes we just leave a note. We you know send a, a welcome whatever. I mean I think this to a degree is a text or an email mm-hmm. or whatever else. It is, and assuming it's not an email, well, assuming they don't throw it away, it's more permanent. Well, think about a job situation. You know how how great is it to get something from one of your coworkers or or one of your superiors. You know, that's not a, you failed on this. You didn't meet this deadline. You get something from somebody in that situation 
where I really appreciate the, I, I see the hard work that you're doing. I know how you're picking up, um, you know, for other people that aren't, you know, aren't in or whatever it might be mm-hmm. like some, some of the greatest, you know, times in my professional career are when those little emails get sent um, because it seems to be so rare, especially in a work environment. You know, everybody's so focused on just producing and um, those moments make you realize, okay, life is much more than this simulation. And the job is much more than the pay. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think it's a great example of the the preventative or the the proactive affirmation. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as a manager, you send that to somebody outside of a job review. You're doing great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to work even harder or they're certainly not going to slack as much. And actually our company has a program um, of recognition where you go on and we have like five core values that are part of our culture and you can go on and anyone, it doesn't have to be a manager, can go on and um, pick one of those five core values and say, I'm going to recognize this other teammate uh, or anybody in the company um, for this reason and write a little note and you've been recognized for this reason. Mm. And it goes to the other person's email and to that person's manager, which is nice. And cool. then the goal was for 2022 to hit 1 million recognitions. True. And we did it by the middle of December. Um, so five employees <laughs> <laughs> and everybody gets shrewd bucks out of that. Don't they? Um, there, there are some, um, points that managers can issue with some of those, or if you get a really good recognition from another teammate, your manager can boost it for points and you can save up the points and cash them in for prizes. Um, do they still hit when there's so many going out there? Do you still go like, Oh yes. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. shows you how great those affirmations are yeah, and how great. much they're needed. Well, her company's huge. So, I mean, a million. You might get three a year. Yeah. It, it, our team seems to get quite a few because we work with so many business partners. I mean, so there are like 300,000 people in our company. So, average on average, it might have been Everybody like three or four three. per person. But mm-hmm. um, our team, like probably between five and 10 per person mm-hmm. on our team, which was a pretty. It's, it's very healthy. Yeah. It's it, a very it, healthy it really program. is. And, and, that's the first place where I really started hearing on a regular basis the words, I appreciate you. Mm. Not I appreciate what you did or I appreciate that. I appreciate you. And the first time I got that in an email, it was like, oh, mm. yeah. Oh, I need to start using that. <laughs> and it was it was really cool. And again, what a cost. Yeah. And the nice thing is you can bring that email back up. And that's one of the benefits of having mm-hmm. a written affirmation mm-hmm. is you can bring it, you'd save it for a rainy day. You can keep it in a file. You can keep it in a, in a whatever. Conversely, they're not certainly not nearly as personal. Right. And they can very easily be ignored or thrown away. And you could be a little bit confused. Like, you know, you matter. What do they mean by that? What do you mean I matter? Do you right. think I am matter? There's no conversation that goes with it or there's no right. – you don't get the facial expression or the tone. Mm-hmm. So when we're looking at literal examples of them, you know, when we're talking verbal, it ain't rocket science. It's a sit down. It's a face-to-face. It's a phone call. Um, It could be a phone call in passing or it could be intentional. Like you're in the middle of a conversation. Oh, hey, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or you called them just for that reason. And I always say there's always drive-bys. Mm-hmm. You know, like I did with the guy, the cutting the grass or the guy at all or whatever else. You just, hey, yeah. hey, what's up? Hey, you do a great job. Keep it up. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Those are verbal ones. I only have two examples. Um, no, I have four examples, <laughs> <laughs> but two major ones for written. Um, the minor ones, you know, are posted affirmation reminders, you know, so you put it on the mirror. Mm. 
You know, you put it in their lunchbox. Mm-hmm. You know, you do whatever else. Or that's the same thing with the affirmation notes. Um, I think, Eric, you were talking about when you went to New York, Amy put a bunch of them in your luggage. Indiana. Yeah, Indiana. That's the... Uh, New York of the Midwest. It's the New York of the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> but the other two examples, one is an affirmation box. I was sharing a story with my niece, Mia. I took her to lunch yesterday. And she said that when she went... No, it was actually she and Marcy made one uh, for Mary Lynn when she moved away to South Carolina with the army. And it was just, a, they sent her a box and there was like a bunch of sheets of, or strips of paper that were things that they loved and appreciated right. about My her. Goodness. So, And Mary Lynn told me, she goes, I remember just sitting on the porch and flipping over them time and time again, because being an army wife, mm-hmm. you're, you know, Bob's gone, Bob mm-hmm. went here, Bob went there. And so you just send somebody a little box full of strips of paper. And that's a really nice thing from a college perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody's moving away that you can have a group of people say, what do you like best about this person? Mm-hmm. Or what is it about them that you love? And what is about that that you like? So that's an affirmation box. I just this week in my world came up with a term, an affirmation bomb. <laughs> and Bella has been through a lot and she's been... You know, there's been some, she's been through a lot. I'm not blowing up her spot because I do know that some of, uh, some of the folks in the high school actually do listen to the podcast. So welcome to the table boys and any girls that you're out there. So I was just burdened for her and I thought, here's what I'm going to do. And so I said, I'm going to make her an affirmation bomb. And so I wrote on the computer as bold and big of a font as I could an affirmation. I am smart. And it was always, I am not you are. Mm -hmm. So it's, I am smart. Like one was, <laughs> you're the only one that got mentioned. Brian actually got mm. mentioned in her affirmation bomb. I'll get to it. Interesting. One was like, I can do cutting edge makeup. Mm. The next one was, I can do makeup that makes you look like you got cut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I said, Brian fears my humor. <laughs> was one of them because how much you respect, you know, comedic assessment, whatever. And it being, I think, 23, eight and a half by 11 pages. And I printed them out and I gave it to her after school. And I said, listen, I said, you can do anything you want with these. I said, but these are for now. These are for later. Cause she's looking to go on away to school a couple mm-hmm. hours away. And I don't want her to be in that depressed moment and not remember these things. I said, yeah. the only thing you can't do is throw it away. Mm-hmm. So you can put it in a folder. I'll put it in a binder for you. You can put it on your wall. I don't care. But I think imagine receiving that from somebody. I think yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah. 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 And so. That's another example of what you could do with that. Mm-hmm. Before we finish, anything else you guys want to say about examples or any of their ideas? Um, say on Amazon, they have some amazing books. I got one for Christmas from Abby, and it was 101 Reasons I Love You, Mom. Aww. And so it's similar to a affirmation bomb. Yeah. And she, before, it was my Christmas gift. And did she write into it or no, she did not. Yeah. She spent four hours. Four hours filling it out. And so and thought they that were, is beautiful. They were, they, it wasn't just blank. So it's an affirmation book. Yeah. Yeah. It, but they were prompts. Like. Sure. Like. Oh, yeah. like, so she went online and did it and then they sent her the book? No, no. She hand wrote it. Oh, okay. So yeah. Okay. Right. In it, but yeah. 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 So I told Girl Brian, knows how to give a Christmas gift. Yes, so she does. I, told, uh, I would love to get her. Anyhow. 
I, uh, <laughs> I told Brian, I told, I like, I haven't shared very many of them cause it's very, very personal, but like I told Brian one or two and he's like, it's like a little piece of heaven every time you open it up. I was like, yeah, I've only made it like a third of the way through because it's, it's like eating a very rich dessert. <laughs> like I can, I can only read a couple and then I just have to close yeah. it. And you don't want it to end. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. Pretty amazing. Man, is that incredible. So yeah, you got your bomb, you got your book and you got your, uh, box. box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I asked on my Facebook page if anybody had any input and Amy Raymond, who sits with us at the table, she said it was her, the person who gives her the most affirmation is her, what was that? And I did personally, but she is, uh, supplied us with two, two, uh, new, not new, new to us chairs here at the table. So thank you, Amy. Thank you, Mark. The one you're sitting on. came from. Oh, it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Amy. Um, she said her friend, Kim is uh, the person who gives her more affirmation than anybody else. And she said every Tuesday they have an appointment to talk on the phone and that it's, she goes, it's not always affirmations, but I was like, but see, even in that Mm -hmm. I'm affirming your worth Mm -hmm. making an appointment every Tuesday to talk Mm -hmm. on the phone. And they share two things that will lift each other up Mm. for that week or that for the next week. It's amazing. So the fact that they're taking the time and reminds her like, Hey, I'm I'm worth Mm -hmm. this phone call. Mm -hmm. Right is huge and she even said she goes she'll affirm me in the negative and it was so great because i'm like eh, what <laughs> <laughs> and she's like well but she'll call me on stuff and i was like okay and i, I didn't want to become like nerdy emotional needs mm-hmm. guy but i said how about this the fact that she will be honest with you i said and she will give you negatives validates the affirmations mm-hmm. and i said you know she's not just like grandma Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you're the best. Mm-hmm. You're wonderful. So therefore, that doesn't mean anything. Right. But if she'll call you on something, mm-hmm. then when she tells you something, mm-hmm. and what then a hel- it's going to mean more. What a healthy thing to do because you know that that person is not doing it in an attacking way. They're doing it in a way that's constructive and out of love. Right. Yeah. As compared to what we were talking about before the podcast of all the ways people excuse bad behavior. Right. I'm only saying this because I love you. You're an idiot. Yeah. You know, that's not. Right. But. I will just say this. Um, I was very grateful for hearing about Kim and Amy told Kim that she's going to be talking, you know, that she was going to comment about this and hearing just a little bit of Kim's story. I said, well, I can't wait for Kim to sit at the table. Mm. So hopefully she'll be joining with us at some point because it's pretty remarkable who she is. That's awesome. You know, um, sometime, go ahead. I'm sorry, Chris. Well, I was just going to say real quick that that also, I mean, it, it certainly ties in that they have that, relationship that they can have that you know we've talked about we have talked about being open and honest Mm -hmm. and vulnerable and i mean that that you have to allow that in so that that their friendship is at that level that's really it's a great tie-in because if you're not being open and honest and vulnerable at least all i mean if you're not being those three things the affirmations won't won't have as much impact Mm -hmm. uh our, our next Instagram reel has a great impact. Um, in it. Yes, it, yes, it does. And it certainly does talk about um, a friend reaching out to a friend and exhorting them to be a better uh, boyfriend, better husband um, in that regard. So uh, just to set the scene, as Chris likes to paint a picture, it's two men and the one is teaching the other how to respond to his significant other. Okay, focus. So she's mad at you. What do you say? But I didn't do anything. 
Try that one more time. <laughs> I obviously did something wrong. I'm listening to what I did wrong. Then we don't know what we did. So the guy, gets, awesome. the guy gets slapped. <laughs> the jingle yeah. yeah. Man, we don't know what we did. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I must have done something wrong. Why don't you help me understand what it is? <laughs> That's beautiful, though. That really is. I mean, in that humorous setting, it's such a, a, a cool sentiment that like, okay, let's not have that knee-jerk reaction of, well, I didn't do anything. But... Clearly, something is wrong. Well, tell that, me, yeah, tell as me funny about as that it, is, you know? it's deep too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know because well, and he goes, but I didn't do anything wrong. So he makes it about him. Mm-hmm. He's not focusing on understanding what happened. I mean, now we're being a killjoy to a right. funny video. <laughs> sure, <right. laughs> but there was another one when he said, "Your your wife says to you um, that her friend was wearing a dress that she has. Does she look better in it?" than your wife does. And the guy goes, no, she looked worse. And the guy slaps him. And he's like, I didn't notice that she had the same <laughs> dress on. And Because as he's doing, I'm going, you didn't see anything. You didn't see anything. You didn't even know. Was a friend even there? You don't know. But, and he slapped him and that kind of stuff. Well, that's how we like to end this episode. And I, listen, great episode. Absolutely love and if anybody's got some more of those reels where it really touches on emotional Ooh, needs, yeah, send them in to us. Send Please them do. to uh, send them to. Well, do we have? Can they leave messages on the website? Can they leave links and, and what? they can email send them, them to our lunchtime in Rome Instagram, or email us at lunchtime or email us at lunchtime in Rome uh, lunchtime in Rome at gmail But we do have an Instagram account. It is lunchtime in Rome. Awesome. On Instagram. Or hey, even comment if you're watching this video on YouTube. Drop it in the comments. Mm-hmm. We'll make Eric check those too. And with that, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna wrap up episode 185. Please make sure give us a like or follow on social media. Visit us at lunchtimeandroom.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for lunchtime in Rome. Bye. 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 Bring the scientists in and let them mm-hmm. put electrodes on me and, and figure mm-hmm. it out. Cool. Tony ran around the room naked. Exactly. <laughs> Rachel's going to be like, it tastes like the dirt. <laughs> Spatula going back and forth hmm. until it all gets done. It gets all silky smooth. Reels or TikToks or snaps. Blah, 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 blah.